How I accidentally got fanfiction banned at my Christian university. Or how an overachieving student happened to alert faculty to the moral depravity of AO3. I never really pictured myself as a rebellious student raging against the antiquated, arbitrary regulations of a religious institution. No, I was always the teacher's pet, the one who read the handbook carefully and stayed out of every kind of trouble. So, imagine my surprise when I go to visit a familiar website only to find the formulaic signpost of censorship. This website has been blocked by your administration. The website? Archiveofourown.org. AO3, as it is more commonly known, is a website for hosting fanfiction, i.e. creative writing that uses characters and or stories from existing media. If you'd like a more detailed explanation, Paul Combs wrote a great article about fanfiction. Normally, people go to the site to read fanfiction, or perhaps even to write it if they're feeling particularly bold. And if that's all I had done, I likely would not be here recounting this wild tale today. In one sense, I was indeed reading fanfiction, but the scale was uh, quite a bit larger than that of your average reader. You see, I read over 200,000 stories and 1.5 billion words, all in the span of five days. But that's impossible, you say. You would have to read 3,472 words a second to achieve that. Well, first of all, Congratulations on doing your math, though I must express a little disappointment that you made no attempt to account for other uses of time, such as sleeping, eating, or perhaps even attending classes. But to answer your obvious objection, I put forth the equally obvious point that I did not, in fact, read 1.5 billion words of fanfiction. No, I left that work for the computer to do. This whole thing was a project for my corpus linguistics class. Corpus linguistics is a field that involves analyzing the language trends in a large body of text. It's closely related to natural language processing, which is about using computers to process human language. To learn more about natural language processing, you can read Adam Gategay's article. I decided to analyze fanfiction, so I chose a website with a lot of content and a good tagging system, AO3. I picked out a wide variety of fandoms, Sherlock, Doctor Who, Star Trek, Hamilton, Les Miserables, Undertale, and the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Including every work written in those fandoms in the nine years the website had been around, that added up to a dataset so massive that it took several days to download and an external hard drive to store. I tried using the basic software that our professor introduced for this three-week intro course with no prerequisites, but the software cried out in agony at the sheer audacity of such a monumental task. The real audacity, though, is assuming that nobody would ever want to use a corpus too large to be all loaded into memory at once. As a programmer and an overachiever, I had no qualms writing software that refused to hold such foolish notions. Rather than trying to read everything in at once, the program simply read one file in, collected the relevant statistics, for example, word frequencies, and updated the variables accordingly, then closed it and moved on to the next one. I just had to learn how to use existing corpus linguistics libraries, such as NLTK for Python, and then it was a matter of thinking through the simple algorithms and writing the functions I needed. The code I used can all be found on my GitLab project if you want to do a deep dive yourself. All this to say, I was accessing the website enough that somebody, be it human or algorithm, thought it prudent to investigate further, and just what sort of things might one find at AO3. I've already explained what fanfiction is, but what I neglected to mention is what it can be. Like any kind of media, fanfiction can and does have adult content, and AO3 has no issues with allowing that sort of content, provided it is appropriately tagged.
A Christian university, however, does have issues with that sort of content. Or at least, mine did. How dare the children read something so scandalous? They might read about <gasps> sex before marriage. Or, to make a more reasonable point, they might be led into the stumbling block of pornography. Because I'm sure if we just seal up all the little cracks in the fabric of the internet, we can deliver them from temptation and feel better about ourselves that we have not led them into evil. And to be fair to my university, there's a bit more adult content on AO3 besides just sexual content. If I wanted to filter out stuff I would be uncomfortable seeing, I would probably filter out works with the warnings, underage, rape or non-con, and maybe also graphic depictions of violence. But for my project, I did not apply any of those filters. I wanted a comprehensive collection, not a carefully crafted subsection. So, once I'd realized that AO3 had been blocked for adult content, and that it was probably my fault for having my computer read fanfiction nonstop for 120 hours straight, what was I to do? I decided I needed the advice of someone truly wise in the way of ethics, a philosophy professor. I have an ethics question specific to this university that I'd like to discuss with someone. Could I meet with you during office hours on Thursday? Would 9.30 a.m. work? I sent that message to my professor for my introductory philosophy class, who I'd known for all of two weeks. He graciously agreed, and I shared my predicament. He was incredibly relieved to hear that this was the predicament, because it turns out there are a lot more concerning things that could also be classified as ethics questions specific to this university. He did not elaborate on any of those concerning things, but underage, rape or non-con, and violence are all things that could happen at a university and prompt an ethics question. As for his response, he mostly came down on the side of the college, saying that while he could understand my concerns and appreciate my arguments about the merits of fanfiction in general, and its merits in this particular case for academic study, the college had a right to ban the whole site because of concerns about some of its content. He did, however, suggest that if I really wanted to fight this, I could work at getting other students to sign a petition. I discussed this with my friends a little bit, many of whom were disappointed that they can no longer enjoy the wonderful stories on AO3. However, before I really got around to taking action, the problem disappeared as quickly as it came. Maybe it was because I was no longer trying to read large volumes of fanfiction. Maybe the ban was always intended to be temporary. Maybe somebody decided to investigate even further and changed their mind, deciding that actually fanfiction was okay after all, or at least okay enough not to ban. I suppose I'll never know. And as for the corpus, it's sitting on my computer, which is now large enough to hold such a marvelous collection. I did indeed get some very interesting analysis, which I could discuss in a later post if there is interest. There's still quite a bit of untapped potential, so it's possible I'll take the time to learn even more. Thankfully, now that I've graduated and passed beyond the hallowed halls of a concerned institution, I can investigate further without the fear of unintentionally shutting off a beloved service to the entire campus.